Thanks, Angel. Excited for our D school class uh, for this year. Well, uh, I think most of you know this is my beautiful wife uh, bringing her up this morning. So she is an amazing woman. Um, such a gift from God to me. We're on year 21. All right, going strong. Seems to be getting, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Seems to be getting better and better. That's true. I guess we've passed 21. We're getting ready to, yes, true, going on 22. That's good. Uh, now, I mean, she's an amazing woman. Now, she's also a broken sinner, and so am I. So it's not like we're perfect. We've had our, our issues and our ups and downs. But uh, 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 we're on the journey. But, man, we're so thankful uh, for, uh, for what God has put us together. Now, um, I want to, I'm, I'm very grateful for her. But uh, as I've mentioned over the years, there is a big concern that I have with her. Um, and I want to just show you the visual here. So you're going to see a picture. Nate, we got, we got the picture up there. Okay, so if you see that, that was 21 plus years ago. Do you notice the concern that I have? All right, take your mask off. You're, you're, you're all, there you go. See, this is, this is my problem. So if you look at that picture, that looks like her first husband. I mean, basically what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? And so, so I'm going to talk through this problem here in a little bit. But before um, she sits down, uh, I want uh, you to have an image in your mind to carry with you as I get into the word today. So this is the image here. Thank you, thank you. So for a long time, I've been telling my wife, baby, you need to age a little bit, or soon people are going to think I'm a pervert. Uh, so years ago, she decided, she's like, I, and I, I'm just guessing in her mind, she's like, uh, no, I'm not going to age. I'm a beautiful woman. Uh, but she goes, but I'm going to try to slow down Chris's aging. So she gets me some face and eye cream, and she puts it on my nightstand next to the bed, and she says... Okay, it's real easy, baby. Just every night before you go to bed, put this face and eye cream on. Well, can you, can you help my little, uh, help my little, uh, there, there we go. So she's like, it's real easy, baby. Just put this face and eye cream on every night before you go to bed. I never did it, okay? I am totally all guy in this regard. Like, it's a miracle that I brush my teeth every day, okay? It's a miracle that I take a shower, all right, every day. But Skin stuff, I mean, it's just, I would see it when I go to bed and be like, whatever, I'm tired. You know what I mean? It's just, I just never did it. And Maggie would ask every once in a while, and I would try to change the topic. Uh, she would try to encourage me. It's just really easy, and, and I just never did it. And finally, about two years ago, I think, I, I was trying to figure this out, she came over to me as I'm laying in bed, almost asleep, and she just said, come on, and that's how she was doing it. It's that tone come on, you know, and it's like, uh-oh, what's going on? And I'm in bed, and I, I'm like, what? And she puts her hands on my face, what you just saw, with all this cream on her hands. Just like this, it's cold, and I'm totally woken up, I'm like, what the heck? And she goes, you're just like another child, you know what I mean? Go to bed. So she keeps coming over night after night, doing what you saw her do to me. And I just, I was like... 
you know me, I mean, I'm a morning person, and I'm all, like, charged up in the morning, and my battery just slowly goes, 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 goes. So when it's time to go to bed, I'm ready to go to bed. You know what I mean? I am not a night person. And so it would just be like, I'd be rolling over there and say, come on, here we go, face. He calls it face. Face. And I would be so annoyed. I'd be like, sweetie, this is not going to work. My genes are just bad, okay? There's nothing that's going to save it. I'm just going to get old, all right? Um, by this time, as, as I'm, it's just, she's gotten two creams and then some like, like metal rolly ball thing that is so cold that it just totally wakes me up. And so I'm just frustrated because I'm almost sleeping and then I'm woken up. And this is just kind of the frustrating ritual that we're going through. Um, when all of a sudden everything changed one night, as I'm, I'm right there, sometimes I wouldn't tell her I was going to bed to try to get to sleep, right? Sometimes she would come in to do face, and I would pretend like I'm sleeping, all right, just to be totally honest with you. But it all changed one night. When I'm in bed, I hear her coming in, and she goes, face, come on, and I turn over, and I would always just close my eyes and just brace myself for the cold, and here we go. And all of a sudden, I get this nice fat kiss on the mouth. I was like, whoa, hey. Now, you got to understand, I don't get kisses anymore. She hates the, the beard for kisses. I just don't. It's like she says, like a cactus. But then I can't shave it off because she likes the look. So it's like she's like, no, you're keeping the beard, but you're not getting kisses. She'll kiss me on the forehead, you know, basically. So I get this big, fat kiss, and I'm like, whoa. And then she says some things to me that I'm not going to repeat because I'm already feeling really vulnerable right now, okay, just telling the whole story. Um, and after that night, I could not wait for face every single night. And uh, I couldn't wait for it every night. And now face has turned into, we have face in the evening, but we have eyes in the morning. So in the morning, okay, <laughs> I'm not a fool here, okay? So in the morning, I'm, I'm always out first before Maggie. And so I'm running around getting things ready. And then Maggie's got this little place room. She's got this tiny little stool, much shorter than that. It's a little tiny little guy. And she puts, gets her stuff ready to go for the day, whatever that is, right? And I'm running around, and so I just run in before I go, and I get on my knees right here, and, and so I can get right here, because she's down low, and she gets that little metal thing, puts it in there, and then I get kisses, baby. Oh, yeah. It started out, it's quick kisses. It started out with three kisses, and then I convinced her that three times three is better than three, so now I get nine kisses. Boom, boom, boom. And she puckers up, and she's just bracing herself. It's just a scratchy little beard. Oh, yeah, but I can tell, you know. So we got face in the evening. We have eyes in the morning. <laughs> you know, not much conversation. No real effort on my part. I just roll over in the evening, and then I just put myself at my knees in the morning, and I am face-to-face -face with my wife. She's right in my face, and it's been a, a game changer for our marriage. Just our, in the, we're a crazy family, uh, as just so many of our families are, right? We got the kids' activities, and I'm working a lot of nights, and so our, just sometimes we're not going to have a long conversation every night. Uh, but man, we always get face, and we always get eyes. Uh, I can see that it's changed. My, the patience I have for my wife, the affection, it's coming back to me as well. I've been changed. I have totally been changed. If my father were to hear that I was getting a face treatment every night, he would absolutely just, you know, be upset that I've lost my masculinity. You know what I'm saying? But I have been changed. I was not changed by duty or by grinding effort. I was changed by love. I didn't want to live a certain way. 
But when I connected that certain way to love, I changed, and now I want to live a certain way. This routine, these moments, and my kind of waking up to what was really going on with these times as a connection point with my wife has given me a clarity and a picture of how God wants us to relate to him. So as we read the scripture and get into the word today, I want you to just carry the image in your, uh, in your mind, uh, in front of Jesus, right, who is so happy to get real close to you, to put his hands on your face in a gentle way, to give you restoration, to give you kindness and affection, right, with a heart that just wants to change you by caring for you. The scripture that is going to anchor our time today comes out of Ephesians chapter 3, uh, and it's verse 16 to 19, so would you please stand to honor the reading of God's word? You should have it up here. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power, together with all the Lord's holy people, to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Lord Jesus, we thank you for gathering us today. We thank you, Spirit, that you are already here with us. And we just say, breathe your love right into this room. Come up real close and get into our face. Lord Jesus, come and just show us your kindness. Change our hearts. Melt us. We need you today, Jesus. We need your love today, Jesus. Come. Come, Holy Spirit of God. Come and speak to each one of us personally. We pray this all in your precious name. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. I pray, the scripture says that we just read, I pray that he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Jesus may dwell in your hearts through faith. Listen to that again. I pray that he may strengthen you with power. Anybody need some strength today? Okay. I pray that he may strengthen you with power through his spirit. The strength comes through his spirit in your inner being. Anybody need restoration and strength and help in their inner being today? So that Jesus may dwell in your hearts through faith. These words of the Apostle Paul, they come in the context of a very specific worldview. Paul understands that there are at least two dimensions of reality that we live in. There is the broken reality that we live in with our five senses every day, right? It's the reality that we can see, smell, taste, touch, right? That, 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 that reality there. Then there is the spiritual reality that is all around us, but it's unseen and hard to understand. There's like this film or layer that's there uh, all around us that it keeps us from really being able to understand and see the spiritual reality all throughout our days. Do you know what I'm talking about? That film and that layer in the biblical worldview has been put there not by God but by us. That is what our sin 
and our rebellion, our selfishness, our independence from God over all the generations has done to our reality. So we were supposed to be living in an integrated reality where we see, we smell, we taste, and we also just, the natural and the spiritual all around us, but it's our sin. We often uh, don't feel the love of God, right, which is the spiritual reality of God. We feel fear or anger or anxiety, which is all spiritual, but from an evil place. But see, then we, we get these moments, right? And I think almost all of us probably have testimonies of moments when all of a sudden that film is, it kind of evaporates a little bit and we realize the spirit of God is in the room. You know what I'm talking about? It's sort of like, I just feel like crying. I feel this love in me or I feel this peace in me or I see something, right? I see something with my eyes that, I, I, that, that is not natural, that is spiritual. Well, most people have, uh, have asked all through human history when we've had these touches where the film kind of is, starts to not be so thick and they want more. And most everybody in human history is just trying to figure out how do we break the film. And so you've got uh, brujerias, you've got all kinds of different religions and chanting and sage and you've got the whole thing that people have said, Right? This is how we break through the film and access the spiritual reality that we live in. Um, most everyone believes that the way that we, we, we encounter more of God in the spiritual realm is we have to break through the film. And so some will say we have to do these kinds of prayers and you've got to live this certain way and you've got to you know, do these things and then you will break through the film and then you will experience and encounter more of God, the real God right in the here and now. Sort of like the analogy, instead of a film in front of us, was like, we're at the bottom of the mountain, God's at the top, and you've got to, here's the way that you get to the top of the mountain. But then Jesus comes along and he changes the entire narrative. This is why it is not true that all religions are basically the same and lead to the same God. That is not true. Jesus absolutely flips the script and he says, no, that is not how you break through the film. The only way to be able to encounter God in real time is for me, God, to come to you. I break the film. I see you in your sin and in your rebellion. I see you in your selfishness. I see you in your problems and your inconsistencies. And I have decided not to punish you and leave you blind to God, but I have decided to do all the hard work to forgive you and to love you and to break through that film to meet you face to face, to get into your face. Ooh, who wants some of Jesus today? Uh-huh. Yes. You see, Jesus does the hard work in the language of our scripture today. His desire is to live in our inner being. His desire is to put his perfect spirit into our inner being so that our instincts now are shaped by the spirit of Jesus instead of our broken spirit. So that when we deal with difficult things in life, we react differently through the spirit of Jesus. So that we can maintain joy no matter what's going on in life. We can have great strength and love that just doesn't make sense. A love for people around us, even the most difficult people around us. Through the depth of his love that is felt in his spirit. That's the whole picture here in Ephesians that we are reading. We don't earn this. We don't break through this. We just put our broken selves in a space to have him break through for us. 
I can never say, church, that I am earning this face treatment from my wife by just turning over in the bed and just going, face. I am earning nothing in that, right? But I do have the power to reject her in that moment. That is the one thing. I do have the power to say no and put the covers over my face. I do not need, um, I do not need to be in a great place. I do not need to be uh, 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 in a perfect place. I don't have to have a great day. I don't have had to make all the good decisions. My wife just comes in every night and she just says face to get close to me. Why is it that she's always the, the analogy of Jesus in the example and I'm always a sinner? You know what I mean? Gosh, I married a saint over here. Jaden is just like, can you just move on from the whole conversation, please? This is just, he had no idea that face was happening and, and eyes. In the mud. <laughs> oh man, pastor's kid, Jaden. I'm sorry, brother. It's just I do not earn this. I just choose to put myself in the space. I choose to say, yep, I want to receive you coming through the film to get close to me. <clears throat> in the same way, we do not, uh, in the same way, we don't need to do all of this stuff to break through the film to Jesus, we just create space to be caught by the Spirit of God, to be engaged, encounter His Spirit, to have, to just put ourselves in a space, to just have God and His gentle hands just go all the way, right to our face, to strengthen our inner being, to live in us. The Spirit pursues us. The Spirit wants to catch us. We are not chasing the Spirit. Can I get an amen? Mm. So over these next few teachings in this month, we're going to talk about different ways to put ourselves in a place to be caught by the Spirit, to have the hands of God on us, to be cleansed and cared for and even kissed by God himself. This week, we were going to talk about Two, two ways to put ourselves in, in this space. And then in two weeks, we're going to talk about two different ways to just put ourselves in a space for God to break, Jesus to break through that film. But what I, I, I felt when we started worship, I'm just going to move it down to one today instead of two. We're going to talk about worship today as a way to put ourselves in a space to have Jesus just break through the film and connect with us. In Acts chapter 16, verse 25, it says, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose. So here you have men of God in prison because of preaching and talking about Jesus. And what are they doing? They are praying and singing musical worship to God. And all of a sudden, there's such a violent earthquake. It's the spiritual realm breaks through the film and affects the natural realm. You all see that there? And all of a sudden, prison doors are flying open. Everyone's chains are coming loose. When we sing songs to Jesus... We're not just singing songs to Jesus just to feel good emotionally, although that is awesome about singing to Jesus, is to feel good emotionally. That's a piece of it, but that's not all. 
What we're doing is we're putting ourselves in a place where the film between our realm and the spiritual realm opens up. It's just another way to just turn over and say, I'm ready, I'm putting myself face, eyes. We're just singing and we're just, the, the God, when we sing to Jesus, it just breaks the, the, the film. Haven't you figured out by now that music is of the soul? Right? This is what is so tragic about all the world, about so many years of my life before I knew Jesus, is that we are being hijacked in music to have our souls kind of chasing after spiritual experiences that are empty in the end. And instead, Jesus wants to say, oh, no, no, I made you that way to sing to me so that I could just break through that film, and now you are gonna, your inner being is going to be strengthened. That is why we sing. See, and this is the beauty of Jesus when we worship. We do not have to come to worship all perfect and cleaned up, all free from mistakes or sin. We just come in on honesty, on authenticity, and say, I am making space for you to just come and break through the film and get in my face. That's what we're doing. If you read the Gospels, Jesus, he's carrying the kingdom of God, the spirituality. He comes to people and he heals them. That's another reason how, how you... Go. There's another reason there. Here, I tell you what, I'm just going to move to this one, Daryl. I'm going to move this one right here. Make it a lot easier. All right, here we go. Testing two. There we go. All right. In the Gospels, uh, when Jesus heals a bunch of people, and that's the spiritual reality coming in and affecting the natural reality, he doesn't evaluate anybody. He doesn't evaluate their lives and be like, well, you did this this week. Oh, man, you haven't been to church in a month. Oh, man, you're all this problem. So you know what? You need to wait for healing. The only thing he evaluates is, do you believe I can heal? Do you believe that I can break through the film and affect your natural world right now? That's all we need. See, Jesus, he knows that we're a broken mess. He knows that many of us came in today and we have not been the very best versions of ourselves. We haven't been loyal to Jesus. And what he is saying is, no, 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 I don't want to just tell you, get your life together and then come back and get, you know, some of me. He's saying, oh, no, I'm just going to keep putting, get, get it into your face until you realize that love is going to change how you live your life. I'm going to love you into change instead of lecture you into change. If we're in a bad place in our life, we don't try to fake it with God as we sing. He obviously knows this, so that's foolish to try to fake it. But what we do is we come with honesty and we tell Jesus, I'm broken. I'm going to sing with all my heart because I need you to break through this film that I have built up over this week, and you need to get in my face so I can be changed. Man, if you feel like you are far from God because of your actions, you should sing the, 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 with the most passion. Do you hear me? If you feel like you are in a yucky place, then you should be the one just giving everything to Jesus because, boy, you're like, just, just break through that film, man. Just, I, just need, I just need you in my face. I need you just to change me. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of ever, every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with alcohol, because that will ruin your life. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, 
singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts and give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, worshiping to Jesus is not earning anything. It's why the sinner and the saint can both sing with all of their heart. Worship and singing, it fills us with the Spirit of God. It lets us encounter the touch of God, right? It's just simply turn over and go, I'm ready. I'm ready for face. We're strengthened as we sing. Instead of drinking too much alcohol that destroys our lives and leaves us with a painful hangover and doesn't change a thing about the, the, all the tough things that are driving us to drink, we drink from the love of Jesus through song and are transformed, strengthened, and renewed in Jesus. Church, the Spirit of God wants to break through the film and have us encounter His love. In the Ephesians text right here, it says, the love of Jesus surpasses knowledge. That verse right there is for all of us who are tempted to just study and read the Word only. And only just get a bunch of knowledge about the love of Jesus, right? Remember that old movie, Goodwill Hunting? We got a bunch of knowledge about love of Jesus, but we actually haven't. We, we, can, we can talk about the waterfall all day long. We can tell you all about it, but we haven't actually put ourselves under the waterfall. See, the love of Jesus that we get from the Word, right, and the instructions, that actually we read about it so that we understand how to just put ourselves in that space. And then when we experience it, we're like, Oh, my, I'm going to be transformed if I can drink more of this day after day after day. So if you've noticed, we're changing things up today. I'm going to bring the worship team back up. And over these next couple of weeks, uh, we're only going to do a couple songs in the beginning, and then we're going to have a little teaching, and then we're going to worship a little bit at the end. We're going to just put ourselves in a space together as, as a family, a spiritual family, to worship God. Uh, we are going to just help each other just create space through singing for Jesus to break through that film and just fill us with love. What we are asking Jesus for is everything that he wants to give us, that as we worship that we would all actually feel the love of Jesus in our physical bodies. Sometimes I feel so light and free when I sing. Sometimes I feel like a, the best way to describe it is like a pulsing electricity, but it's not painful. It's just like this, this life and energy in me. Sometimes I hear the Lord speak so clearly as I worship. Some people have had physical problems in their body just healed as they're worshiping Jesus. As he just gets through that film and his spirituality just uh, and takes our uh, just consumes our natural reality. Because here's the deal, church. My wife is absolutely amazing. But there are days that, for whatever reasons, we are not able to connect and have face or eyes. And I'm totally fine on those days. <laughs> right? I don't need to connect with my wife in this way every single day. But that is not true with Jesus. Jesus has a lot more than face cream to put on me and in me when I get in his face. And all I need to do is choose to stop and let him be in my face. I need Jesus more than I need my wife. I love Jesus more than I love my wife. I need to be in the face of Jesus more than I need to be in the face of my wife, in the face of my children, in front of food and screen and sports. I need Jesus. 
I need his love in order for my inner being to be strengthened. And what is so wonderful about Jesus is he wants to be in my face more than I want him to. He's absolutely intoxicated with me and you. He loves you in the midst of knowing everything about you. And he is saying, oh, just give me space that I could just touch you. Your life would be changed if, I could, if we could just take this distance that you have put and you have this knowledge and this belief and I'm so grateful, but I just want to get in there and hug you. Then you will know who you really are. So let's help each other into a sacred, safe space to receive this incredible spirit of Jesus. Stand with me, church. We're going to take some time to worship. We've got time, y'all, because we want Jesus to break through that film. And so I'm going to ask some of our uh, leaders just to come and worship up here in the front, some of you. If you would, just come on both sides. And people that, leaders that are worshiping up here in the front, we're, we're going to leave this middle open. These leaders on the side, they are there for you at some point as we worship Jesus. If you just want prayer for more, just go and receive prayer, anything that you want. As much as you want to say, they're there for you. They're going to worship there. They're going to be receiving from Jesus. They're ready for you. This middle area right here is just, it's just a carpet place for anybody who just feels like they need to just move up and get on their knees, stand here, right? The scripture says to use our bodies when we worship, to really just put everything, right? The, the, the reason why we just don't receive more from Jesus is because of pride and fear. We're just... It says to raise our hands, get on our knees, to clap our hands, right? We are just free here because we need him. Oh, yes, Jesus. Come. Come, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you for your love that's so consuming. Hear our praises and open up heaven and pour it right here on the 2618 Workman Street, that right here in this space over these next many minutes, that this would be your home, that this would be your sanctuary, this would be your place. Let your spirit flow, Holy Spirit of God.